And welcome back to the Yes Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel young, live better. This is Chris from down here at Yes Fitness, and we don't really have much housekeeping today, but it is another beautiful day out here in Burlington, Connecticut. I would imagine somewhere around 50 degrees, so if you haven't been able to get outside, really try to get outside. I mean, yesterday was great. Today is great. Going to get a little crummier out later this week, so... Try to see if you can get outside for a few minutes um, as soon as you get home from work, something like that. So today we are going to talk about what's called the three universal regulators of aging. These three things are what are believed to help prevent or cause aging to occur. So the first one we're going to talk about is AMPK. AMPK is activated protein kinase. Just try to remember it as AMPK. It's much simpler than trying to remember the name. And it's an enzyme that plays a role in cellular energy homeostasis. So what is homeostasis? Homeostasis is the body trying to keep something level or even keel. So for example, when you sweat, your body is trying to lower your core temperature, your body temperature, back to 98.6 or whatever it might be for your particular body. When we sweat, we are taking some of the water from the inside of the body and the heat out onto the skin, and then some wind comes by, hopefully, and evaporates that water, thus cooling off the skin. So that is the body trying to keep it at homeostasis, or a certain temperature. Well, the same thing is true with this particular enzyme. And what it tries to do, what it does is it activates glucose and fatty acid uptake and oxidation when cellular energy is low. Obviously, you probably don't know what that means. Uh, I, I don't want to really go into the scientific discussion of what that means, what activating glucose and fatty acid uptake and oxidation is. But what I really want to let you know is that when levels of AMPK are higher during periods of fasting or caloric restriction, helping to regulate the metabolism. So as levels of AMP get high, that happens during periods of fasting and caloric restriction, it kicks on that AMPK and it will activate the glucose, the fatty acid uptake, and the oxidation. So it's helping regulate the metabolism. So in a study in 2017 published in Cellular Metabolism, it linked AMPK with longevity and lifespan. And AMPK can be manipulated by us by controlling our caloric intake. So having less calories coming in or fasting or by drug called metformin, Metformin is typically uh, prescribed for people with diabetes. So unless you have a shady physician or you can talk your physician into it, we're really not able to get metformin because longevity is not considered a disease yet, although it is really technically a disease because we all have it because we're all going to die. But anyway, for us, for us to be able to activate AMPK and have the effects of uh, the positive effects for longevity and lifespan, we need to fast sometimes. So I talked about fasting a few podcasts ago. And you want to try to make sure that a couple of things when we're fasting. 
play with it a little bit. Try not to get crazy coming out of the gate because there's no specific fasting protocol that's been determined yet for longevity. Some people might try to fast every Monday, all day Monday. For me, that's a little bit long. I try to fast every Tuesday and Thursday morning. So I don't have my breakfast or my morning snack. So I go from dinner all the way to lunch the next day, which probably works out to somewhere around um, an 18-hour fast, 17-hour fast. And in that time frame, I actually get hungry. And by getting hungry, I am activating AMPK and thus trying to get those benefits to improve my chances for longevity. So when they have um, done studies on mice and they've restricted their caloric calories, they've cut the caloric intake, the mice actually lived longer. And in these studies, they believe that it may not necessarily be the foods that are as important as rather how often we eat or the mice eat to improve our AMPK activation. So there's a simple little thing you can do. Just play with your fasting some, play with your caloric intake, reduce that so we can kick that that enzyme on. Because we want it's a very simple trick to do to improve our chances for longevity. But when you again when you're working with fasting, don't try and do it every single day because then your body's gonna get used to that that eating pattern is going to slow your metabolism. You need to make sure that you're getting hungry and, and play with it a little bit. Find out something that works within your lifestyle. For me, Tuesday and Thursdays, I get here early. I work, so I, I don't really have time to eat unless I really made a point to eat, so it works well for me. So figure something out for yourself so you can take advantage of AMPK. The second of the universal regulators on aging is the two sirtuins. We've talked about sirtuins before. Sirtuins, think of sirtuins as the protectors of the body. So if your body, the sirtuins are the White House, okay? Or your body's the White House. I'll say the body is your White House, okay? And when the White House has a problem, it sends out the Army or it sends out the Navy, it sends out the Marines to protect itself, correct? Your body does the same thing. When it needs to protect itself, it sends or activates the sirtuins. All organisms have sirtuins. Plants, animals, humans all have sirtuins, and they help with the deterioration of cells and helps prevent disease. And, and they've seen that when you take these molecules and they put them into mice, mice actually live longer. So, for example, resveratrol. Most of us have heard of resveratrol. It's that molecule that's in or the antioxidant that's in wine. Now, the truth about resveratrol is it's, it's really not a very powerful antioxidant at all. And antioxidants really are not one of the main things to focus on for longevity. To really get the true benefits of resveratrol, you would have to drink a barrel of resveratrol every, pardon me, a barrel of wine every single day. So really to get the benefits of wine and the resveratrol in wine, you'd have to drink a barrel of wine per day. For some people that might sound like a great thing, but for most of it, it really is not. But when they gave Reservatrol to a, uh, an overweight mouse, that mouse became as healthy as a thin mouse. So it, because it turned on these, this sirtuin pathway to help them get, get healthier. 
when they had the mouse skip a meal or skip a meal every other day and they gave it resveratrol, the mouse got even healthier. So what they were doing were they were activating sirtuins with resveratrol and they were activating AMPK by forcing the mouse to fast. So another molecule that they pumped into mice is what's called NMN, or nicotinamide mononucleotide. And again, just remember NMN, okay? When they put NMN into a mouse, the mouse got younger. They physically got younger. When they put NMN into a mouse and the mouse exercised, the mouse got even younger. So what does this all kind of mean? Like, there's things that we can do in our nutrition and with our exercise to activate the sirtuins. So when we exercise, it turns on the sirtuin pathway that helps our body get younger, helps our body um, uh, in the processes of reversing the aging, reversing the aging process. And if you were to intake resveratrol and NMN, that would help even more when, an act, when a sirtuin is activated. So it almost is like resveratrol is a gas pedal and NNM is the gas. So that when a sirtuin is turned on or activated, it works even, even better. The combination of resveratrol and NNM will help NNM become what's called NAD, nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide, so NAD. So what, what is all the importance of all this NNM, NAD, and things like that? So NAD is what's in our cells to help produce energy, ATP. ATP is what produces energy. And it is found in the mitochondria. And you have to think of our mitochondria as our batteries, okay? So a battery like those... Uh, old batteries where you had to um, let them completely run out and then you would completely charge it back and forth like that. We need to have our mitochondria as well charged as possible to create the energy. They're the power packs in our cells. So as we age, at age 50, we have 50% less NAD as we did then when we were 20. So that's why we start to get tired because we don't have the batteries in our mitochondria to keep up our energy. So we want to try to produce as much NAD so that we can have as much energy in our mitochondria as possible. So some ways to improve or increase our NAD. You can take some supplements. You can take NMN, which is very expensive, or you can take NR, which is nicotinamide riboside, which again will turn into NAD eventually. But we can do some of it through our nutrition, through our diet. So just regular dairy milk has NR in it. Not organic, not almond milk, anything. Just regular dairy milk is the best source, one of the better sources of NR. You can get it in fish. You can get it in beer. You can get it in brown mushrooms. It will also help increase if you have turkey, chicken, yeast, 
green vegetables, foods that are very rich in vitamin B complex, vitamin B1, 2, and 6, which is like spinach, sweet potatoes, avocado, sunflower seeds, peanuts, blueberries, grapes, almonds. I mean, there's just a ton of stuff. Dark chocolate. All this stuff is what we normally say that we should be eating, right? We need to eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. If we're going to have some lean proteins, that's what we're looking for. And all that stuff is going to help boost our NAD. Now, one of the cool things is exercise, both anaerobic or aerobic, meaning cardiovascular work, or resistance training, all boost mitochondria. So you want to be exercising. Because we know if we boost our mitochondria, we're going to be better off when we have to turn on our sirtuins, our sirtuin genes, to protect us for longevity. So when we boost our mitochondria, it increases an enzyme called NAD, or it actually increases the enzyme to make NAD, which is NAMPT. So a lot of different letters there. The bottom line is for sirtuins, they will go out and protect us, but they need to have um, NAD to do that. So you can get some NAD in your exercise, both cardiovascular resistance training, and some good foods. So then the third. <coughs> the third universal regular aging is what's called mTOR, the mTOR pathway, M-T-O-R. And this is a pathway that responds to amino acids and how many meats you eat, okay? What's different about this pathway is with the other pathways, we wanted to activate them. Here, we do not want to activate mTOR. It is something that we do not want to do because when we activate mTOR, okay, it activates muscle growth, cellular growth, and deregulates cellular sensing. So in essence, it speeds things up. So if you think about... Um, if you were lifting weights, people might tell you to take BCAAs or you want to eat a lot of protein because that's going to give you the amino acids to be able to build muscles. Well, that's a great thing. It will help you build muscle mass, but it also can speed up all the other processes. And some of those processes could be cancer. It could speed up the formation of cancer. So that is a, a pathway we do not want to try to activate. Okay. So if we think about you know, speeding things up, we take a look at some animals on earth. Mice grow real fast. They reproduce real fast, and they die very young. When you take a look at a whale, they grow very slowly. They reproduce slowly, and they live a very long time. So we don't necessarily want to speed up the processes in our bodies, especially as we get older. So there's one reason why we try to stay away from meats, and particularly red meats. Also, when we eat red meat, in particular, when it digests, it produces a byproduct in our guts, a molecule that's called TMAO. And TMAO has been linked to heart disease, Alzheimer's, and strokes. So there's another good reason why we really want to try to limit our red meat. Not to say that you don't want to red meat, eat red meat at all. Certainly can have it sometimes, but you don't want to have it every day of the week. And if you can, you want to try to have some grass-fed, some organic extremely new. So these, those are the three universal regulators for aging. I hope I was able to simplify it enough for you. 
because um, there's a little out of the science behind it, but for AMPK, you want to activate that. And the way to activate that is through caloric restriction and through fasting. The second one is sirtuins. We want to make sure the sirtuins, they're there to protect our bodies. We want to make sure that we have plenty of NAD. So to get NAD, we can get that through exercise, both cardiovascular and strength training, and through our nutrition, through good nutrition. And the final one was the MTOR, mTOR. We do not want to activate that. That speeds up all the processes, and it could cause diseases. Heart disease, Alzheimer's, and stroke. So there, they, there you have it. If you have any questions on that, I know it's a kind of a science thing. Certainly, get a hold of me, email me, leave me a Facebook message, give me a call. I'd be more than happy to discuss it further with you. And that's what I have for you today on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. So you can look for more information next Tuesday at three thirty on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching.